principal conversation. Episode five. Episode five. Hey guys, this is Amy yeah. Soki. Hello. I'm Sean Pitts. And um, we jumped on the line already with our friend, mm-hmm. Jesse Mitchell. Jesse, hi. So Jesse Mitchell was a local Green Bay creative, and we're going to dive in and find out where he's been all these years. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so episode five, like our, our other episodes we've we've done, um, our last one was on diversity and inclusion in the workplace. Uh, we've done an episode on mental health. We've interviewed mm-hmm. Carol Castle. We've interviewed... Uh, a few Addy Award winners from yeah. this year, um, but I'm super excited for this one because uh, Jesse and I go way back. We've drank tons of fucking beer together. A ridiculous <laughs> amount. Yeah, you, you know things about me that I hope nobody else ever finds out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think what we could do to get started is um, for people who don't know you in the Northeast Wisconsin advertising community, because you became a big boy and you moved away and you have all these cool jobs and experiences, but your roots are right here Mm -hmm. in Northeast Wisconsin. So maybe give us your origin story, Jesse. Oh man. All right. Well, my, uh, my path in advertising was one of, of just pure ignorance. Really. I didn't know. uh, I didn't really know what I, was getting into or what I wanted to do. I went to college at, uh, I went to UWGB and uh, started as a marketing major. And um, I was in my junior year and I got my internship and uh, I was wearing khakis every day and in Microsoft Excel and wanted to kill myself. So I like, <laughs> I, uh, I decided to change paths and um, it sort of lined up with uh, a class that I had to take, a fine art class that I had to take. And uh, I just, I just really loved uh, the creative side of things. I always wanted to do something creative, but I just didn't think that I could do something creative and get a paycheck every week. You know, like I didn't want to be a, a starving artist. Um, but uh, I, I kind of fell into design. And um, my first job out of school was at a place in Appleton. It's still there. It's called Colas Marketing. Yep. Um, Lisa. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you keep up with Lisa Pekula? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's awesome. That's yeah. Great. I actually just did yeah. some stuff with her uh, recently. Um, they're doing great. Colas is doing amazing. So that's Hof- wonderful. Hopefully we can get them there. to join the pod, uh, the, yeah. uh, the ad fed. Yes. I'm going to send her a link to, to this podcast. Members. Yeah. 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 I, I owe a lot to her. She, uh, she was the first one to give me a chance. So I was there for, I was there for about a year. Then I went to a place called archetype, which has since closed. Um, but, uh, they were, they were the shop that always got me curious. Like, uh, uh, they, they always did, um, really, I don't know, just insightful work. And, and it was where I wanted to work out of school. So after, um, after a year, uh, I went over to archetype and was there for a long time. I was there for like five years, something like that, which is like a decade in advertising years. And, um, (laughs) you got got to work uh, on some really cool stuff there. I remember you did that logo for, uh, what was it? Burst? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of the first things I worked on there. Oh, yeah, oh, it nice. was right by my house. And I think oh, you were kidding. you were like, we went out or something, and you're like, hey, dude, look at that 
fucking logo on that building there. You like that? And I was like, yeah, that's that's really cool, Jesse. And you're like, yeah, I fucking made that, bro. Yeah, that was, was so that that and the first time I saw one of my billboards were like probably the two most exciting moments in my advertising career. Like no matter what I've done <laughs> since, like when you see the first things that you've done, uh, like actually made, like there was. There was that sign made outside, like uh, like a proper sign outside of this business. And I was, it was really, uh, I don't know, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was a little bit emotional to see to see something that you made like become real. Yeah. Aww, it was cool. It was a really well done sign. I don't think they're in business anymore. I know. I don't think so either. Oh. It was probably the logo. <laughs> right. Oh man. <laughs> Burst. Um, Jay from Burst. He still. Um, works out of his home. He is my oh. personal florist. So yes, oh. yeah. Even though you he have a is personal not, florist, he is my That's personal florist. <laughs> wow. He's my go-to guy for flowers. That's everybody nice out there. <laughs> Good to know. Well, if you need to get a hold of him, uh, contact Amy. Yep, I have uh, his. We'll hook you up with info. Burst. Um, but then wasn't there uh, yep. Jesse the uh, the airport? Uh, mm-hmm. stuff you you won a shit ton of awards at some Addy show i don't remember yeah. which one but i remember uh drinking beers with you and jim and uh he, it, it was like a whole armload of ice scrapers <laughs> at that uh, <laughs> after that event because of like the austin straubel uh what it was like the airport tag. Yeah. yeah it was like why don't you yeah, walk us through that is. campaign and how that evolved in the award process yeah, um, the award process. Ooh, I don't know much about that, but um, uh, the uh, so so something about me. I'm a huge airplane geek, like a huge airplane geek. Since I was a little kid, I've I've been just a huge nerd. Have always just stared up in the sky, like taking pictures, just like major nerdy shit. Um, and so when Jim told us we were, uh, I I can't remember if we were pitching it if we pitched it or if we like had the business, uh, if we just got it. But when he told us that we, uh, that we had won that business, I, I went to him immediately and just said, I have to work on this. Like there was just no offense or buts. I didn't know in what capacity that I would be working on it, but I just knew that I had to, I had to work on this. Um, and so, uh, we brought a ton of ideas to the table and the bag tag one was, uh, there was a site, um years ago called found with four f's and it was just this really wonderful um uh visual resource it was just sort of this website that had a crazy amount of visuals with no rhyme or reason no search function or anything but was just beautiful and then you would click on one thing and then it would have all sorts of related imagery to that thing and then you would just like go in these crazy rabbit holes i remember looking for stuff um on that site and jim was always really good at um getting us to get our hands dirty like using our hands a lot and um uh being inspired by vintage things uh and i was going through found and i found this image of these um old pan am luggage tags and nice i have this i have this uh i have this fascination with utilitarian design like i think really good utilitarian design is some of the most beautiful stuff ever Mm -hmm. and these pan am luggage tags were exactly that they just caught my eye immediately and i was uh i was partnered with ross mullet 
who's I think is still in uh, the Green Bay area too. Yep. I think he's working for Kohler now. Yep. Um, and uh, and so I showed them to him. I, I told them this idea I had, and uh, and we had a, a handful of ideas that we were bringing to Jim, but we just knew that this was the one. And um, uh, we took it to him, and and then it just sort of opened the floodgates. Like once you have a good idea, like once and not, not to say that that's a good idea, but just once you have an idea that has legs, it it just like it opens up everything, and uh, it just became easy to make these things we sort of built the structure and it became really easy to just bang these things out um so and, these were yeah, bag tags making... bag tags that you used for a campaign to draw attention to the airport or what was the assignment yeah they were um they were losing a lot of traffic to milwaukee because flights are so much cheaper mm-hmm. out of milwaukee um so they came to us to try to uh, get some of the locals who are going down to Milwaukee and and sort of shed light on like the true savings of flying local because you you can save on your airfare by going to Milwaukee but it's uh, you know two hours of your time it's parking it's all these things right so mm-hmm. um, the idea was to get more locals traveling uh, through Green Bay and uh, the the traffic increased by like something like 150 percent or something wow. after this campaign it, it was it was pretty successful um uh and it was just it was just a fun one like honestly it's still in my book to this day just because it, it was so much oh, fun to work yeah on. yeah we I mean, we know it yeah it's still um, there at the airport yeah, too it's, like in, is it really? yeah like yeah. some of the stuff is still hanging out yeah yeah, yeah and there's cool. like there's like little easter eggs on them too like the numbers that are at the bottom of them um they're like birthday birthdays of like friends and family and stuff like that so i like i like putting little easter egg things and oh nice and stuff but uh just just making those tags was so much fun actually like designing them cutting them out like i would stain them with coffee it was just like a really hands-on process it was just nice so you won locally and then it sounds like you won at district and then what happened and then um and then we found out that we won at nationals. I think for nationals, they tell you ahead of time if you've won, but they don't tell you what you've won. Um, so that year it was in Austin, Texas, and I'd never been there before. So uh, Ross Mullen and I went to Austin, Texas, and um, we uh, we won two at nationals. We won a silver, uh, I think for the film component and then we won a gold for like the overall campaign nice um, wow, dude. so it was that an exciting moment so like, exciting. Being a, yeah like a 30 person shop in green bay wisconsin and we're um you know rubbing elbows with deutsch la and like all these huge places you know so it was uh it was it was cool it was very nice all right anything more on um your experience in green bay uh i mean my experience in green bay was uh it was some of my favorite years honestly a uh, big part of that because of sean pitts chris moss like uh hmm. we would just have great times uh we would we'd go over to launch film and we'd drink beers after work and shoot the <laughs> shit and, uh, and we'd, we'd just come up with like we'd come up with fun creative ideas it was it was one of the most creatively inspiring times of my life because the people um everyone just wanted to do stuff it was uh it was great hell yeah it was so fun we miss you you should you should come back for a a minute i know 
I feel like he we can put Jesse Mitchell in the legendary category. <laughs> that is so weird to hear. Oh, That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. While we were going through, like, who are the people yeah. we should talk to about Fox River Ad Club and, like, very creative people? And I'm like, you know who we should talk yeah. to? There's this guy. He's, like, bopped around to all these different agencies because he's fucking good. His but he's still a there. local. We consider yeah. him a local yeah, 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 friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Always. Always. So tell us what happened Always. after what happened after Green Bay, dude. So after after Green Bay, I uh, my, my family is from Minneapolis from way back. So uh, I've always loved that city and I wanted to get out there. I started sending my book to places out there and um, I landed a job at this place called Olson. Uh, it was one of the biggest agencies in Minneapolis at the time. They didn't have a, a, they they were sort of in like a rebuilding phase of the agency. They had got a new executive creative director, a new CCO. Um, and they were just looking for some fresh talent. And I think that, um, honestly, wherever I've gone, uh, having experience in Wisconsin and Minnesota has been one of my best assets because people all around the country uh, respect the work ethic and the design aesthetic of the area. Um, Minneapolis was huge for me. It was a, <clears throat> it was, um, it was, it was also a very inspiring time i'd say between all the places i've been like green bay and and minneapolis were were two of uh two of the best because it's sort of like when you're just budding as a creative you know and you're so excited and you're so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and um i wasn't as uh salty as i am now from all of the <laughs> bullshit that you have to deal with over the years you know? um can you tell us uh, any brands that you've worked on at Olson? Now they're called ICF yeah. Next, but back in the day when yeah. you worked to them, they were Olson. So leaving Green Bay, you get to Minneapolis, you're at a big agency. They give you some work. What were some of those clients that you got to work on? Yeah, the first the first one that I worked on that I was hired for was Whole Foods. Um, and that was uh it, it was a little surreal you know because i was used to working on um local and s- like sometimes regional clients so then to go to a brand like that was like super exciting um so it, it was and you can't fuck I, it up right you can't I, fuck you it can't up fuck it up it was also <laughs> it's also terrifying you know so like when you go to when you go to a big place like i i was surrounded by people that I felt all had a pedigree, you know what I mean? Like everyone went to ad school, everyone had been in the business, everyone had done whatever. And and I was just this like kid from Wisconsin that didn't know what the fuck he was doing. And honestly, like when I, when I interviewed at Olson, they, um, they asked kind of what my role was because I was always considered a designer at Archetype and, and I was looking for an art director role. And I had to ask in the interview, I'm like, what is the difference between an art director and a designer? Because at that point I had, I had no fucking idea because I was a designer at Archetype, but I was kind of working as an art director. It was sort of like this hybrid role where I was doing multiple things. Um, so, uh, so yeah, like coming into the role where I didn't even really know what the role stood for to begin with was fucking terrifying so put in a lot of hours uh a lot of time uh before and after eight to five and um you just kind of grind at it you know like you just do what you have to do and that's that's really how you sort of get 
better is just pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, doing things that you don't know what the hell you're doing. Like um, one of my favorite professors at UWGB, his name is David Damkohler. And um, one of the things he always said was be comfortable not knowing what you're doing. And then that's some of the best advice was just like, don't be scared when you don't know what you're doing. Cause that's, that's when you know you're growing. That's some great advice. Yeah. I like hearing that. <laughs> um, so after, after, uh, Minneapolis, didn't you go down to like, uh, uh, one of the Carolinas, Richmond, Virginia, Virginia. Yeah. Richmond, oh boy. Virginia. Yeah. West Virginia. Boy like five years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not West Virginia. No, though. not Big West difference Virginia. Between West Virginia, Virginia. <laughs> He's still Not got Appalachian. all his teeth. I can see him on the Zoom call. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that, that happened kind of uh, randomly too. Um, hold on a sec. I'm still technically working, so I need to make sure. That That's right. We interrupted his creative work day oh to my God. schedule this podcast He's got a uh, log his recording. time. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad that I already had to reschedule this one, so I wasn't going to do it again. But um, Yeah, we need to put this time into a project that you're working on. So do you have oh, a I pro think... bono project you could put us under? <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm a master at faking timesheets. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I've ever created an accurate timesheet. Oh, but... no. Um, <laughs> Something you don't um, want to tell a project manager or a oh, are you a PM? Manager. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so just on behalf of creatives in general. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for what we do. No here. wonder. What's you're... a timesheet? <laughs> here, I'll give it to you in five minutes, and then it's yeah. all filled out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Totally accurate. <laughs> Okay, Virginia, go on, Virginia. Yeah, right. So, um, so when I was at Olson, I worked on a handful of brands. Uh, worked on Socking Running, um, uh, Whole Foods. Uh, I did a rebrand for this coffee company out in Minneapolis. Did uh, got to do a lot of really fun stuff. Was and, it Caribou um, Coffee? No, it wasn't. Aww. That would have been sick. It was. Uh, it's called Cameron's. Um, it's oh, like a like yeah. store brand. Yeah, yeah, we know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um, they used to be all like brown and orange and like really terrible packaging. So we got to do the rebrand on that. Um, but I was able to build up my book a ton in Minneapolis and and got called up by a recruiter and um, went out to uh, the Martin Agency in Richmond, Virginia. And they're sort of famous for doing uh, the Geico work. Like they do Geico, oh. Oreo, like they've, they've done. They've got a lot of a lot of big name clients. Um so that was that was my move. They hooked you. They they hooked me, and that like talk about levels of scary. Like <clears throat> that was that was really scary because um, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's where that's where people really had pedigrees, and there were there were like sixty uh, year old uh, folks who were still creatives there that have been in the industry forever that have done like some of the most famous ads that like we all remember and. And yeah, it was, it was nuts. So I, I learned a lot there very fast. That was the first place that I pulled like a true all nighter, like worked, I think like 38 hours in a row, something wow. like that. Oh my so like, God. Essentially like a work week in, in the course of a day and a half. <laughs> Jesus. It was, it was nuts. It, it, it definitely had its moments of craziness, but again, that's like, that's, was it like that scene in Mad Men where you guys all did speed? 
we uh we didn't all do it together i think we did it individually <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we generally drink and smoke weed together <laughs> that's awesome uh, so did uh, well how long yeah how long did say, he stay there geico yeah. geico i wanted to ask him if you met the lizard oh i did actually number of times oh yeah um they've got yeah i've done i've done a handful of gecko spots um and they've got this little like life-size gecko that they bring to the set. It's in this briefcase, this crazy like hard briefcase that is all padded on the inside. It it was uh it was created by like one of the movie houses, you know, that do like ultra realistic things. So and and it's put in place for um for like lighting and inspiration sizing, basically. Actors for what? actors inspiration. Yeah, exactly. And it, it is like their eye line though as well. Oh, like yeah. they put it in and then they place an eye line and then they have to take it out for this for the shot, obviously. But um but yeah, it's it's funny. It's beat to hell now too. <laughs> but, like shit. but the thing is like I guess it costs like fifteen or twenty thousand dollars, like something ridiculous for oh this my little God. toy. I know, right? Wow. Um Yeah. But yeah, I was in I was in Richmond for like five years. Um and went out there to work on Microsoft um, and and a handful of other clients, but that was that was sort of my start out out in Richmond, at least. Wow, right it, it's impressive. I'm I'm very I'm impressed right now. Mm-hmm. So oh, Richmond, yeah. I mean, it's just Jesse. Um. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like like I I can be grounded. <laughs> um. Yeah, you should see how fast he gets drunk. It's oh, like two okay. and a half beers. Yeah, real lightweight <laughs> over here. <laughs> um, after Richmond, dude, oh, you're you're out on the West Coast now. Yeah, I moved to San Francisco like a month before the world shut down. Um, oh wow! Was, so this is recent. This is a. This is very recent. Yeah. So no this, wonder he this, doesn't want to take time off of his job to record a podcast. He's new on the job. Oh no, I I definitely want to take time off work to record a podcast. <laughs> um, I do this every day if I could. But uh, uh, what were we saying? I'm sorry. So I you moved down. from Richmond and you're at you you left there and now you're in San Francisco, and the right San Fran. Yeah, yeah, um, San Francisco, a place called Argonaut. Okay, tell us about Argonaut because this is this is going to be you. Not for your a while. juggernaut. What's a juggernaut? What is that? You're thinking of your jugular. Oh, whatever. you were just pointing. To okay, your well, I was like, okay, never mind. But argonaut, <laughs> argonaut. argonaut is an argonaut is a cephalopod. It's a couple things. First, it's a cephalopod, which is like uh, like an octopus, right? Um, it's also the name of a ship, like uh, like this old uh, ship from like old stories, something. I Jason and the I don't argonauts. Know. Uh, what's that, that? Jason that... and the Argonauts? Oh, yes, that sounds right. Okay, that sounds right. I'm gonna go with you that. You should That's probably the kind brush of shit up on. You know, Sean. Yeah, yeah, you should probably brush up on your shit, dude. Yeah, I probably should, but I probably won't. I'm gonna send this um, podcast to your boss. <laughs> <laughs> He'll listen to it on his own. <laughs> I'm sure he listens every week. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I came out here. Uh, about a month before the world shut down, like it was funny because 
like justifying the cost out here is is just ridiculous but when i moved out here i'm like yeah it's like it's a small apartment and it's stupid expensive but like i'm living in the city i'm never going to be in my apartment anyway i'm going to be doing everything outside the city you know it's going to be great and then um the world shuts down and i'm stuck in my 650 square foot apartment <laughs> everything shrinks the walls it's ridiculous <laughs> like what you can see right now is essentially where i live like in <laughs> from here to here is basically it <laughs> it's nuts his refrigerator is at his uh, is at his feet it's a little mini fridge <laughs> dude no joke the fridge is like like four and a half feet high and oh, it's no. like that narrow it's tiny i moved okay so like <laughs> like oversharing but like <laughs> rent is crazy out here rent like i'm paying over three grand a month for rent for a 650 square foot apartment that doesn't have air conditioning, that doesn't have, um, that doesn't have a dishwasher, that doesn't have a garbage disposal. It's nuts. Like, wow. I, I, I Dude, don't I, I, I don't know, spare, Sean, could you give up everything? Room. Yeah, could you give up everything? And... I'm just, I'm just trying to game here. Like I will charge That's you like half the size that. Of this you can room. move into my house. <laughs> we could hang out all the time. And you could work That's, I mean, remotely. I know, right? I'm not against oh, There it. we go. I'm not against You would this basically is, be paying for my mortgage and all the beer every mm -hmm. month. Yep. Yeah. We could we arrange that. We should have done that. this a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I love this idea. <laughs> wow. So, yes, that is a very... I don't know what I'm going to say. Like, it's a very, it's change. It's, that's a lot of change for you right away off the bat. Yeah. Moving to San Francisco. Your but, lifestyle but has changed. At Argonaut, though, what's it like? Like, like getting serious here, but like, um, that agency and, and what you're doing, um, what, what is it like? You know, yeah, you probably feel trapped inside your, your bubble there, but, uh, what's the flow like it's, in the people and the culture? Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny because I, I don't know that I have the a best, the best view of the culture since like we haven't been together. Like, like what I know of my coworkers for the most part is over zoom calls. You know, um, I, I saw people physically for a month and then it's just been digital ever since then. And, but, um, but day to day, uh, I, it's, I can imagine it's similar to sort of what everyone is going through. You you wake up, you uh, just kind of roll out of bed, grab your laptop, and sort of start going. You know, so my uh, my creative partner, he's actually he's in Austin now. He and his girlfriend um, like gave up their places, and now they're just kind of traveling around. They're going to New Orleans this uh, this weekend for a couple months, I think, and then they're going out to Virginia and. Um, but we just <clears throat> will connect at some point in the morning and then um, just kind of start rolling. So days are generally spent, uh, depends on where you are in, in the process, you know, but like concepting, comping, uh, writing scripts, like all of those things. We're on, we're actually on two pitches as well as another project right now. So things have been, things have been crazy. Like one of the pitches is tomorrow. That's sort of why I'm checking my, um, oh, wow. my notifications. He's a busy guy. Time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, it's it's exhausting. It's kind of like feast or famine, though. You know, like it uh, it it goes in waves. Like there was there were weeks after the holidays where we were really slow and um, didn't really have anything to do and had a ton of free time, and it was magical but nerve wracking at the same time because yeah, as a creative, everybody knows like you 
you can't enjoy your time off because you're just <laughs> afraid that you're going to get fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But so but, after um, this time, Jesse, have you come to the definition of a designer versus an art director versus a creative director? Have you have you defined been able to define the role? Them. Yes. Yeah, I think like I think that the definitions should be loose because I think there are, there are uh, different ways of approaching it. You know what I mean? But I think that the best art directors come from design backgrounds. Um, Cause I think that like when you really break it down, art directors are basically paid to have good taste. Like we just, we just have to have taste in what we're doing. And I think that you establish taste by being a designer, you know, like um, I think that, uh, doing design for so many years is is what I owe a lot owe a lot to, and I think and, and to this day, um, I I still have probably more of a passion for design than than art direction, just because it feels like uh, you have true ownership in design. And as an art director, like sure we we come up with the ideas, uh, like the, the partners, you know, like the writer art director, we come up with the ideas but then as soon as it gets like as soon as it gets presented everyone starts having a hand in it yep. you know like everyone and then by the time it, it gets to air um you you certainly still recognize it but it's it's rarely if ever what it started out being are you, know? you already um, on to the next thing then like as a creative like i i have to put oh. that shit to bed and like all right i get it like you, you're gonna do that Absolutely. with it i, I got I gotta go move on. I'm on the next one. Totally. Yeah. I think it happens in edit. Like when you're watching the same four seconds, like yeah, 25 times in a row, just to like get the frames exactly right. Like that's that's when it happens. Um, because you shoot the stuff. Shooting is the most exciting part of the process, like without a doubt. So oh, you shoot yeah. the stuff, have a great time, then you bring it into edit. You see the first cuts. You get excited and terrified because uh the cuts aren't at all what you thought they were going to be and then you have to reframe your brain and like all of this stuff and then you sit and edit for a couple days and then it's like all right let's get this out the fucking door like i (laughs) like you're ready for the next thing send the invoice (laughs) yeah (laughs) you're you're talking like a true businessman (laughs) (laughs) no but i love the process too i I love it when art director is on set because then Mm -hmm. um it takes a lot of the pressure off but it creates this uh collaboration yeah you uh, need the big idea the the dp Mm -hmm. or the photographer and art director it, it really becomes a team environment it's not just you know pointing the camera over there and hitting the button right um i love it when it a guy is, you know kind of is like that but you know yeah not really totally is <laughs> like it, it like i remember going to my first photo shoot and it was like that level of comfort because it's sort of like you and the photographer you know what i mean like you're you're in it together and and like it, you kind of uh uh you don't bear the full responsibility, right. you know, that's kind of like what's nice about it. And you just sort of, um, uh, uh, build each other up and it's like, Oh no, 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 that's great. That's great. You know, like it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a nice cohesive working environment. Oh, hell yeah. It's, uh, there, there are some great art directors around Northeast Wisconsin too, that I really enjoy working with, um, on some of our brands that we get to work on. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, yeah, it is. It's it is uh, takes the heat off a little bit when I'm on my own doing it, but uh, 
love having I would love to do a shoot with you, Jesse. We should Yeah, I think just, we should make that just happen. for funsies. Mm-hmm. I'm super <laughs> like, into that. Come up with a concept and we'll make it happen just for us. I think I think we should absolutely do that. We should get Chris Moz in the mix too. We oh, could call yeah. it Launch Forty Four. <laughs> right. And we can enter your work into the American Advertising oh, Awards show and see that would where it goes. Blow everybody's so. fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, "Who are these guys?" <laughs> let's uh, let's plan on it this summer. Okay, we should do it. Cool. So, uh, what's next? What's next, Jesse Mitchell? What what's what's in the cards? What's in the tarot cards for Jesse Mitchell? I don't know. Like, it's it, it's possible that I might I might go in house next. Um, this this industry is like it's it's a blast, but it also it takes it out of you like once you once you put some years in uh it's it can be it can be exhausting that's that's mm-hmm. another piece of advice is like just have really thick skin you know like mm-hmm. because you're gonna be coming up with ideas every day and 99.9 percent of them will never see the light of day you know so you have to be you have to be resilient but i think you you get to a point where um Things just need to slow down a little bit, you mm-hmm. know. It's still, it's still like, like pedal to the metal out here. It's, it's crazy. Um, like sixty-hour work weeks are not abnormal at all. Uh, so, like trying to, trying to have that work-life balance. That's, that's another thing that I miss about uh, Northeast Wisconsin was like we, we worked hard and we played hard, but it never felt it didn't feel like we were working, you know, Mm -hmm. like we were always having a good time. Yeah. Very nice. We still do that here. We still have a good time. It's always a good time. Torch. I I think he's hinting that he wants you to come back out here. (laughs) It's it's sounding better and better. (laughs) I did. I did. I fucking offered him to move in. That's right. I I didn't even talk to my girlfriend about that either. I'm pretty sure she wouldn't like that. You would, you guys would not get along. <laughs> <laughs> Any last um, words of wisdom, advice, career advice for the youngins listening? Um, wisdom. Because you're old now, I, right? I actually like. Right? Oh God, I'm old. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm old. <laughs> I, uh, I'm hitting 38 this year. Okay, yeah. Um, Puts them in the old category. Yep. Boomer. Yeah, right. I know. He's a boomer. Was, uh, I've hit that I've hit that point where like uh I remember when I was younger and I was like, yeah, like people were like, "Oh yeah, you got you got a lot of years ahead of you." And now it's like, "Oh yeah, you're you should be settling in. You're uh <laughs> you're old now." <laughs> um I think let's see. Like I think more than anything, like make sure your work is human, like that it always, that it always falls on like a human truth. Like do like have, make sure your person personality comes through in your work. Um, I'm a strong believer that like every one of us is hired because we all have a point of view. And, um, my biggest failures have been when I've, put ideas forward that I thought other people wanted to see, or when I was trying to please someone else, um, when I was trying to do work that felt like their work instead of my work, um, it took me a long time to realize that that's like, that's not the right way to do it. Like bring forth 
your ideas, the things that like you're in a meeting and you have those dumb little thoughts that pop in your head. And it's like, oh, I'm not going to say that. Like, that's so ridiculous. Yep. That's so stupid. Nine times out of 10, those are the ideas that come forward because they're, they're based on something. So the reason it clicks in your mind is because like you can relate to it. And there is not one of us who is special enough that no one can relate to something that we relate to, you know? So um that's a good I one i like that yeah. that is so good let's really have a point of view you know mm -hmm. i think that that's um it's uh it's a big one and have style gotta gotta have style style and grace you <laughs> what's know? your what's your style jesse mitchell oh fuck you can't put me on the spot like that oh sorry I oh i thought you were the now, like, art director with know. style and flair okay all right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all good dude i am um i'm so appreciative that you took time out of your schedule i know you're busy you got those pitches coming up and you got to talk to us today um and and hopefully it'll inspire some thought and creativity in some of the people around here in northeast wisconsin um yeah there's and life outside of green bay there's oh. agencies outside of green bay don't be afraid take a risk but it's still awesome here just saying yeah it it, there's a lot to yeah there's yeah. cool photo there's studios pros and cons, yeah <laughs> um, hopefully uh hopefully this gave you enough to edit together into something that sounded uh, oh we're not gonna edit shit man no it's I, raw file goes right to <laughs> I, this goes live as soon as we hit complete dude i am going to send you one of these hats um mm -hmm. so uh email me your um your address um, Absolutely. And then I will, I will wear it proudly. If anybody is listening to us and has any questions uh, for Jesse or wants to get a hold of him or just wants to pick his brain, he's super busy, but you know, you can shoot me or Amy an email. Yep. We'll get it to Jesse. We'll get you his contact info. Yeah. If you have any questions, he's a great mentor too. So, and he's old now. He's an old creative. So can... I'm old. So maybe not wise, but definitely old. <laughs> yeah. More than happy to answer any questions out there. Well, cool. cool. We appreciate it, dude. Um, and uh, so that was Jesse Mitchell yeah, um, from uh, Argonaut out in San Fran. Right. But a local from UWGB and Coles and heart. Archetype. And yeah. And well, it's uh, so great to see you guys, Sean. We'll have to catch up uh, another time. Sounds good, brother. We'll talk soon. Wonderful. All right. Take care, guys. Bye.